1: Inside sources. Bipartisan police reform talks between Democrats and Republicans have come to an end, sadly. Uh, We're going to take a look at where things fell apart and why. And can we get back to the kind of bipartisanship that we have seen in the past around things like criminal justice reform? Uh, Two of the major players on this were Republican Senator Tim Scott. Uh, from South Carolina, and Senator Cory Booker, Democrat from New Jersey. They both kind of led out in this negotiation, and they're good tag team partners. They've worked together on a number of big ticket items as it comes to criminal justice reform. Of course, Utah Senator Mike Lee was involved with uh, Senator Cory Booker on uh, really sweeping and historic uh, criminal justice reform during the previous administration, which really did bring uh, Democrats and Republicans together Uh, in a significant way to do some long overdue reform as it relates to our criminal justice system. Uh, And I had hoped that this uh, would follow a similar path, Uh, but things came to an end. So I want to kind of go through a little bit of both sides here. And uh, this is one that I'm still hopeful that they will find a path back to the table. And I actually think if it were just up to Senator Scott and Senator Cory Booker, uh, I think they could probably get it done. I think it's the extended Negotiations that they're struggling with, both in terms of members of Congress and in terms of other constituents who are lobbying them uh, outside groups that uh, is really the sticking point. But let's start with Senator Scott. Uh, he was a little rough and tumble today, a little out of character, I think, for Senator Scott, uh, saying that Democrats were trying to defund the police and that was where things began to break down.
2: And what the Democrats wanted to do was to tie accreditation to more money or less money. They literally said, if you do not become an accredited department around this nation, we will cut your ability to apply for grants. I'm not going to be a part of defunding the police by making them ineligible for the two major grants that come from the federal government to local police.
1: And so looking at some of the funding components, and again, this would not have been a a direct defunding the police, so to speak, but it would, through the accreditation process, limit local Uh, departments from accessing federal grants, which is so many of them rely on for so many critical things. Senator Cory Booker responded uh, to Senator Scott's statement that Democrats were trying to defund, uh, and he said this. If anybody wants to look at the deal we struck with
3: the Fraternal Order of Police and the International Association of Chiefs of Police and other law enforcement leaders, there was actually significant money, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, to help with the challenges of the profession. We, we have police officers that are put in mental health pressure cookers without the kind of supports that they need. We need to be doing a lot of record collection that we're not. We can't federally mandate that without providing resources uh, for that transparency. So my, my work product in these nine months speaks for itself. We right. wanted to, to, to get resources to our police, make the profession stronger and better. That's why the Fraternal Order of Police came on board. They would not have endorsed a bill that was defunding the police.
1: All right. So you can see the politics starting to creep in uh, to the arguments and to the areas of negotiation. And that's always a problem when you when you start getting the bumper sticker stuff going on. Uh, That is usually it usually undermines the confidence that both sides have in the conversation itself. And to me, that's the real struggle is when we start to rather than negotiate at the table, we start to negotiate through the press. Uh, or through third-party special interest groups, uh, things really start to break down quite quickly. Senator Booker, again, Democrat from New Jersey, said uh, in responding to what Senator Scott had said uh, in terms of this defund the pre, uh, police, which, again, I think is a little too sweeping uh, for my book but anyway. Uh, he said, hey, we still got to stay at this. We can't get offended. Uh, we have to move forward because this matters. We have to get this done.
3: I've worked with Lindsey Graham. I've worked with comprehensive immigration, uh, comprehensive uh, uh, police, uh, criminal justice reform with Jared Kushner. I could go through the people on the right that I've worked with who I, if I was salty and let my ego get wound up in what they called me, we would have never got the work to do. At the end of the day, I live in a a African-American community. I live with people every single day who have life urgencies. that are so much bigger than my ego being upset about the name calling going on. I I got to focus on delivering for folks, I've got eight years in the Senate with big bills under my wings with partners on the other side because that's how most things get done in this town. Yeah. And I'm not going to let this descend to, to personal name calling, especially with another guy who I have so much in common with through lived experience, who we have actually done big things in this town together. Uh, I'm not going to re- respond to any
1: uh, personal attacks at all. Uh, I do applaud uh, Senator Booker for not being offended and not responding. Uh, with any additional uh, saltiness, as he said, uh, both he and uh, Senator Scott do share a lot in common in terms of their upbringing, uh, in terms of uh, being African-American members of the United States Senate. Uh, many of the, the shared life experiences in the communities that they grew up in, uh, one, of course, more in the north, one in the south. Uh, but, yeah, they have so much in common that, again, it was my hope that they could actually come together on some of these things around this critical reform. One of the things that I thought was interesting from Senator Scott today uh, was focused on the fact that we really do have to get this not just at the federal level. This is stuff that has to be done at the state and local level. And he pointed out that there are uh, a lot of cities that are being run by Democrats currently. Uh, that could have done a lot of this work, but haven't. And so that's why it's bubbling up to the federal level. This is an issue that was caused
2: by big liberal cities failing to do what they're asking us to do. They could have done it themselves. Minneapolis, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, these big cities with a blue mayor and blue city councils could have done all of this work themselves.
1: Uh, And that is a a different part of the debate. Uh, We do have a lot of these large cities that have not been well run, not been well managed. And again, I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans. Uh, The problem is is they're not being run well. And because they're not being run well, these kinds of problems bubble up and fester uh, and then they burst out and then we want a national response to that where this has to be done at the state and local level we've seen that here in the state of utah when things get done that way it gets done better it's more efficient it's more effective uh, and it's more sustainable uh, than just having something sweeping coming from the top down and the federal government i finally want to go back to senator booker uh, saying that the, the work he's involved with, he's going to stay with this. He's not going to burn any bridges in this uh, process. Again, he's not going to react, but he's going to choose a response. And hopefully that response includes everyone coming back to the table uh, to see if they can't get the right kind of thing crafted and done from a policy standpoint.
3: That real work still goes on and I'm not going to torch and and burn down my partners uh, uh, on these issues when, when at the end of the day uh, there are people in this country that urgently need the work to get done. So I, am I disappointed because we haven't swept the table? Yeah. But I understand that politics is often a game of incremental changes and our leaders, our heroes from James Baldwin to Fannie Lou Hamer uh, Dr. Cloud all understood that nothing worthwhile is easy and sometimes It takes a long time, but dear God, we're going to be arc benders to get that arc of the moral universe uh, uh, bent more towards justice in our lifetime.
1: I do like that visual of the uh, arc benders. It does uh, bend towards justice. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King was absolutely right in that respect. And my hope is that we can get back to having those kinds of conversations. We've seen it. We've seen it done. Uh, I have great respect for both Senator Booker and for Senator Scott uh, I've interacted with both of them. Uh, they are good people who want to get good things done, uh, for not just for their constituents, but for the good of the country as well. They're leading important conversations, and we should applaud that. Uh, we should be very careful that we don't let the special interest group, the lobbying money, uh, the wealthy, the well-connected from pulling us off track to solve things that really matter and whether that's dealing with some of these issues around police reform and some of the things that need to happen there, whether it's criminal justice reform uh, and getting that arc bent a little bit as well. We can do this. We can come together, but we got to get past the bumper stickers, the politics, the finger pointing and placing blame. I'm Boyd Matheson. We're going to step aside for top of the hour news. When we come back, we're going to talk more about what's happening in Washington, what's happening in your world on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Live breaking news now on the mobile app for KSL News Radio. Sponsored by Any Hour Services. Listen at home or anywhere you go. KSL FM, Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. This is Utah's news station.
0: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds.